0: the power of their data wasabi another boston based championship team
1: hey 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 let's go drive. hey 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 let's go All
0: right. welcome to tribe talk presented by progressive
2: making it easy to bundle home and car insurance brought to you by subway where winners eat Welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend from Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, where the Indians are wrapping up their spring training schedule. Big show lined up for you today as we take you into opening day on Monday back home. We will hear from a potpourri of players and coaches, including manager Terry Francona, center fielder Rajay Davis, also Roberto Perez, Indians catcher, Josh Tomlin and Cody Anderson who learned that they had earned spots in the starting rotation earlier this week and a couple of veterans who will be in the bullpen for the Tribe for the first time Dan Otero and Ross Detweiler. That's all coming up as we get rolling with Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. (laughs) Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you From Arlington, Texas, where the Indians are wrapping up exhibition play this weekend with the Texas Rangers, we had a chance to visit with Terry Francona yesterday as the tribe manager begins his fourth season as the Indians manager, 16th managing season overall for Terry Francona. And he always enjoys this time of year, that excitement that comes with starting a new season. And he says that it's hard for him sometimes to judge how a spring training goes for a ball club but he just tries to take a look at things and hope that the team makes progress and is ready to go he feels this year's indians have accomplished a bunch in spring training
3: i think the biggest thing is one you want to select your team because that's not always the easiest thing to do and then you want to take these couple days in texas to let the guys be a team on the road and be together go out to dinner together play the game together not compete against each other so we were able to do that and then you want the guys that are on your team to feel like they're ready to compete and you know the last time through the rotation everybody did really well they threw the ball really well Um, I feel like the hitters you know you can't you don't have a crystal ball but I feel like all of them are ready to go play to help us win and that's the biggest thing, you know, you want them to have health, you want them to feel good about themselves, and I think we're there.
2: You mentioned the rotation, I know you had some difficult decisions at the end of camp, at the end of the rotation, and explain how you arrived at what finally transpired.
3: Well, we had a a number of meetings and we talked about it a lot, wasn't something that just happened or, you know, on one game or anything like that, but I think we felt like, you know, all things considered, and it was numerous the way that josh pitched at the end of the year uh the way cody pitched when he got called up and then the work he did in the off season doing the the easy thing might not necessarily be the right thing just because a kid has options doesn't mean you just send him to triple a and i think we wanted to put our team in the best position we could to start the season and it was a tough conversation with trevor which we f- fully respect uh i think we also understand that if baseball is the way baseball usually is, Trevor's going to make a lot of starts. So to his credit, he seems to have a, a, a pretty good attitude about this. I know he's mad. I don't blame him. I'm, I guess I'd feel kind of weird if he wasn't mad. So, But as long as he does what he's supposed to, he'll get his chance to pitch, and hopefully he'll
2: be ready and then help us out then. And there's not many teams that seem to have more good starting pitching than spots available, and I know that was a theme in the offseason, building that depth as well as quality. And
3: it's important. We know, even though you may appear healthy today, you know darn well as the season progresses, you're gonna need pitching. And when you don't have it, that's when panic can set in, or that's when your season can get derailed. So rather than try to be narrow-minded, like I said, we want to put our team in the best
2: position we could to start the season, also recognizing it's a very long year. You have a good young core. But well, you brought in some veterans here the, the last couple of months. Mike Napoli, Rajay Davis, Juan Uribe, Marlon Bird now. Uh, have you liked what they brought to the team?
3: Yeah, I do. It'll be interesting because some of these guys haven't really been around that much, and they're still kind of getting to you know, know our guys, but they know the league. They know how to play. I think Napoli's been a huge addition, just the way he handles himself. You know, he's gonna, he wants to win, and that's number one. And I've heard him on a number of occasions say, "If I'm not hitting, I better do something else to help us win." And he lives it. He just doesn't talk it. So you know the way he takes his ground balls, the way he goes about his business, the way he runs the bases, uh, is very contagious. And because he's going to make it be contagious, you know, you can follow him, or he's going to drag you. But which I love. And again, he's going to be a huge addition to how we go about our day. Uh, You know, guys like Rajay. With his legs and your Uribe just knowing how to play the game and Marlon Byrd hopefully, you know I mean his track record, you know is pretty good. I mean he's averaging 23 home runs a year, and it doesn't look like he's let his body fall off, which is not
2: easy to do, but he's done a good job. I, I know you always say you have to wait till you see it play out in the regular season, but uh, how do you balance the excitement with a, a new season coming with with trying to be cautious and really let it play out? You
3: know Rosie, I I don't know that I I. I I don't want to not be excited. I mean, heck, it's the beginning of a new season. I also don't want to let the first week of the season, whether it's good or bad, influence much more than that um, because it's a long year and a lot of stuff happens. I just want our guys to. That's why we talk about staying in the moment. You know, come Monday, we're going to try to beat David Bryce. That's, we're going to have our hands full. Then, most likely, weather, you know, we'll have a day off. So probably have some guys come in that will want to hit, some guys will want to lift, and then we'll, we'll strap it back on on Wednesday and see what we can do. And my my really my big hope is that we get into the flow, the rhythm, however you want to say it, of the season quicker than we have in the past. Because once we've got into that, we've been fine. It's just taken us a little longer than we want. All right, Tito, thanks. You got it, Rosie.
2: That's Tribe Manager Terry Francona talking about Opening day to come and some of the good things that he saw in spring training this year. Stay with us. We'll have more to come as Tribe Talk continues after this timeout on the Cleveland Indians radio network. (laughs) Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend from Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Indians wrapping up spring training with a two-game set against the Rangers that started Friday night concludes Saturday afternoon Friday night's pitcher was Cody Anderson and earlier this week Anderson informed that not only had he made the rotation he'll be the fourth starter for the tribe after winning seven games in his rookie year he said all he's been thinking about since the fall and the season ended was working toward making the rotation this spring. I mean
4: you know for the last probably six months I mean I've been pretty tense I'm um, just trying to you know, push the limits on what I can do and, uh, you know, working as hard as I possibly can every day to put myself in the best position. And when he told me, it was almost like kind of weight lifted off my shoulders and now I can just go out there and play.
5: Was it, did it mean something to you that, I mean, this wasn't just the last spot, it's the four. I mean, that that carries a little more weight to it as well.
4: Hey, no, I mean, like, you know, Tomlin said in the past, I mean, we've talked about it before. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where I'm pitching, um, how I'm pitching or whatever. When they hand me the ball, that's the most important thing is to go out there and um, do whatever I can to give the team a chance to win.
2: You mentioned talking to Josh about that. Uh, how close can you guys stay when when there's a competition there?
4: Um, you know, there hasn't been one sense of any anything different between the two of us. Um, we have the same mentality, I think, as far as you know. When they hand us the ball, um, the most important thing is helping the team win, and and we take a lot of pride in that. and not caring where it's at when it's when we're getting the ball. Um, most important thing is is we give our team a chance to win.
1: Were you given any kind of a message coming into camp just in terms of the situation?
4: Um, you know, just to go out there and compete. Um, not to rely so much on the stats and everything, just just work to get better and, and uh, go out there and have fun and enjoy the enjoy the competition.
5: You talked about the last six months being focused on this one thing. How much did you in the big leagues last year helped you get that focus and how do you keep it?
4: Um, you know, getting my feet wet in the big leagues was was huge. Um, coming into this off season, but once you get a taste, I mean, once you get a taste of the big leagues, I mean, it makes you want it even more. And you know, come whenever the about November thirtieth, when the strength camp started down here. I mean, it was all it was all business from there until now.
5: What's it gonna be like? Just trying to keep up with the three guys ahead of you.
4: Um, just try to just try to keep flipping the rotation. Um, do whatever I can to prepare myself the best I can to not cheat the cheat the rest of the guys behind me and
5: um, try to give us a chance to win can it help kind of watching the outings of Kluver for asco Salazar and kind of seeing how they approach guys how they attack and, and you're a different pitcher but you can probably pick and choose a little bit here and there
4: absolutely you know watch just watching them go about their work and watching them throughout the course of a game is is beneficial to I think anybody um no matter what age or where you're pitching if you watch those guys I mean you're gonna learn something and you're gonna take it take it you know. And try to use it
1: you've been working on developing your curveball where do you think that pitch is right now
4: i think it's i think it's coming along great you know we're getting a really good feel for it and um just continue to work uh throughout the season you know the work doesn't stop here i I think the most important thing is uh once you're given this opportunity you can either you know take it for granted or you can you know take it and run with it and try to get better every
6: time
5: did you you don't want to say you surprise yourself sometimes, but the fact that, you know, you get those first velocity readings and see kind of sometimes what you were maxing out at the spring, just maybe it, it's a testament to the hard work, but did it surprise you a little bit to start to see some of the, you know, more life on the pitches that you had? Yeah, you know,
4: I, tr- I tr- actually try not to look too much into that. Um, it just was a factor on how, how my arm was feeling. You know, I was feeling good, so um, I don't want to say I expected anything, but, you know, I was definitely working towards it.
2: You get called up mid-season, last season. How's today different from the emotions that maybe you had that day?
4: Um, You know, I think, you know, getting called up and, and in comparison to this is a little bit different because that's something you work your whole life for is to, to get a taste of it, you know, and some people don't even get that chance and you have to honor that and, and respect it. And, you know, to break with a team is, you know, another thing that's very, very special and you can't compare it to
5: anything else. How much you looking forward to opening day? Just a packed house, that atmosphere.
2: Um, My blood's pumping. I'm ready. <laughs> That's Cody Anderson, the fourth starter for the Tribe in this year's rotation. Rounding out the starting rotation, Josh Tomlin, the veteran who pitched so well down the stretch a year ago, battling to make the team this spring. Some thought it might be a bullpen roll for Tomlin or a starting rotation spot. He's in the rotation. He says it doesn't matter. It's all about the team to him.
7: It's uh, spring training anyway. It was a good job, but if it doesn't do your best, whatever role they put you in, um, and I think that goes for what everybody in that room should stand for. It should be whatever, whatever role you're in, try to do that role as best you can, try to help this team win.
5: How pleased are you to see um, all of Cody's hard work kind of culminate into today's announcement?
7: It's it's awesome. Um, I've I've told him before. It's, it's I've been in his situation several times, um, and he he went out there and he, he worked his butt off and. Uh, he continues to work. He's, ever since I've known him, he's worked hard, and um, he goes after it, and he, um, he wants it, and he, he does a good job at it. He doesn't take anything for granted, and he, um, he works hard every day to try to get better. I know you said that you,
1: you didn't care if you were in the rotation or the bullpen, but how nice is it to know that you kind of have that spot locked down? And you, it's you
7: know, to say the same thing. I don't care. I don't care. Um, but I'm going to continue to say that my job is to get out, whether that's in the bullpen, starting. Um, I don't know. Whatever, whatever they tell me to do, it's my job to do it the best of my ability.
5: How much do you hope Trevor kind of takes this news in stride and doesn't get caught up in the role and you know, kind of like you said last night?
7: Um, that's a that's a tough one because uh, I don't really know what he's thinking right now. So, um, you know, I hope he takes it with with a sense of you know what this is a good opportunity for me to help this team win um, and and do what I can do in the bullpen to to try to um, to I don't know. It's it's kind of a tough situation because I don't know where his thoughts are right now. So, um, but I hope he takes in stride and goes out there and does what he can do to help this team win because he's a very valuable pitcher on this team and um, we need him to get to where we're going. You, you've
5: been you've been in the big leagues for a while. You know, you, you're sort of one of the guys who's been on this team for a while. When sort of the smoke clears on decisions, and you guys have time. Like, is, would you try to talk to him? Just hey, where's your head at? Would you, you know, what do you think? Yeah,
7: that, I think that's that's a job of every veteran in that room is to try to take guys and kind of see what they're thinking and try to get them on the right in the right direction um i think we need 25 guys pulling the same same rope the same direction to get where we need to go and i think everybody needs to buy into that and understand that it's not just one person that's going to take us there it's not just one hitter it's not one pitcher it's not one bullpen guy it's 25 guys collectively and probably more than that throughout the course of the year so that that mindset needs to be whatever it takes whatever my job is that day Go out there, try to get it done, and, and do it the best of my ability to try to help this team win, period. How good is it to get to this point? Like, and no matter where you're at, just get
5: ready to go into the regular season. So you know
7: it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun getting, that, um, getting everything packed up, getting ready to go to Cleveland, and um, um, try to get the season going and try to get off to the right foot and um, start off strong and, and hopefully ride that to the end of the season.
1: Within the context of spring, is it nice to get that last start and really have everything working?
7: Yeah, that's you obviously want to have a good start going into your last one to um, go going in the season. Um, I don't think it's any bearing of what your mindset would have been going in the year, but it's also kind of nice to have that confidence and understand. Okay, there it all kind of came together, um, and hopefully I can carry on to the first start of the season.
2: What what gets better for you as the spring goes on? Because obviously it, by last night you were hitting your spots and things like that.
7: I think the the, the mechanical part for me has has always been a huge issue. It's um. I need to repeat my delivery on, a, on every pitch basis. It's not just, you know, every now and then I can flail one and hit 95. I'm not, I'm not that kind of pitcher. I'm not that kind of guy. So for me, it's staying within yourself um, and understanding you might feel really good on a certain day, but you're still not going to blow anything by anybody. It's, it's, my job is to try to go out there and control a game the way I know to control a game, and that's by hitting my spots, mixing speeds, um, trying to miss barrels, and trying to get quick outs in a quick game.
5: You remember... Corey when he was first coming up, and to see what he's evolved into over the last few years, just what's been that, what's that been like, and then just what's it like knowing that he's the one leading the staff, he's the guy that other people—he is the
7: guy like. that's leading the staff. There's no, there's no question about that. Is um, I think the the way you saw Corey kind of evolve into the guy he is now is not by coincidence. It's um, he that guy puts his head down and goes to work every day. And that's somebody that we all need to look at. Um, no matter if he's a position player, a pitcher, a bullpen guy, whatever you are, it's um, he puts his head down, goes to work, and does his handles his business in the right way on and off the field. So that's there's no that's not a coincidence how he kind of evolved into the guy yesterday.
5: Did they tell you whether or not I mean, with the off days, you know, you could hey maybe be a swing guy in the bullpen? Did they say it's going to kind of be? Uh,
7: they haven't really they haven't really said anything. Um, might try to get some work in somewhere before. Um, before my first start, but, um, you know, they could, they could obviously put me in the bullpen for that first series or whatever the case may be. I don't – it doesn't really matter to me. It's either – I'll either get some work in somewhere or um, be in the bullpen.
2: That's Josh Tomlin talking about being in the rotation now to start the season come Monday. Stay with us. We'll have more to come as we continue with Tribe Talk after this on the Indians Radio Network. Rosenhaus back with you from Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Tribe talk continuing. Our final spring training tribe talk is the Indians wrapping it up this weekend with an exhibition series against the Rangers in anticipation of the opener on Monday at Progressive Field. There'll be two veteran relievers in the tribe bullpen. They made the ball club. Dan Otero is one. He was acquired in a trade with the Phillies in the offseason. And uh, a difficult year with the athletics a year ago, but two years ago was just outstanding. And he made some adjustments, competed well this spring, and he says, well, he can get it done when he's at the park in terms of trying to win a job with a ball club. When you're competing for a spot, well, the loved ones are the ones who take it the hardest, especially those last week to 10 days of spring training.
8: Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously I'm very honored and humbled to be a part of this team, but like you said, the family, it's a toll on the family. You know, this last week of spring training, you have to prepare for any and all scenarios, so it's, what if this happens, what if this happens, what if that happens? And I have a very understanding wife that's able to handle all of that with our two young girls, so now we're preparing to head to Cleveland whereas you know three days ago we didn't know where we were headed so now we're just kind of getting ready to head up to Cleveland and uh, be ready for the season up there.
2: And you're a veteran pitcher now and, and what do you think you can bring to this staff that has a little variety to it especially in the bullpen in terms of looks?
8: Hopefully anything to help the team. Uh, I think you know I just try to do my thing. I, throw, I try to throw strikes and get ground balls and we have a lot of very good arms on this team. A lot of very good arms that were sent down to the minor league side. So it's just kind of do your thing and keep the line moving. We have some power arms down there. I'm not one of them, so I know that. I'm not going to try to throw as hard as, you know, McAllister or Jabba or, you know, Cody. I, I can't do that, so I just have to stay who I am and uh, just going to do my thing. If they need two innings one day, I can try to, I'll give them two innings. If they need three innings one day, I'll give them three innings. If they need to get just a guy out, you know, I'll try to do that and uh, just kind of stay ready so whenever the phone rings, I'm ready to
2: go two years ago a lot of appearances good success with Oakland last year the the numbers went up a little bit and and what were you able maybe to get back to this spring uh, as opposed to last year and maybe more along the lines of two years ago
8: yeah I mean I feel like I threw the ball better than my numbers were last year which is always kind of hard to to convince yourself but I was just trying to get back to the mindset of attacking the bottom of the zone get ground balls and I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job of that in the spring Obviously, some of the ground balls get through for hits, but that happens. And the more you give yourself a chance of getting ground balls, the more chance you're going to get out and knitting unscathed. And that's what I've been trying to focus in on. And, you know, Mickey's been telling me my movements there, so just keep doing that. And that's what I'm just kind of
2: working on. And you mentioned Mickey Callaway. It's a new organization for you. Yes. And how quickly do you get acclimated to what they try and do here to to help you be the best you can be?
8: It honestly didn't take long. Uh, I came maybe a week and a half before spring training started, and I felt like a part of the team day two, I think, you know, before even spring started. It's a great group of guys. They make you feel welcome. The coaching staff is unbelievable. You know, they communicate. They make you feel comfortable. And from the get-go, I think everybody feels a part of this team. I remember the first speech Tito ever gave to the team was, You know, no matter what happens at the end of the spring, right now we're together and we need to have that same team mindset. And I think most everybody in here buys into that. And we can do that as a group of, we started off at 64, something like that. Now we're down to close to 25. When everybody can buy in, moving in the right direction, it's easier to attain the ultimate goal.
2: Can you take us inside the room on on how it goes when they bring you in and, and give you that good news, or is that more personal?
8: I want to keep that one personal, but they definitely uh made it interesting in there, and I got a few good laughs out of it, so uh it'll be one I remember forever because it was you know you always remember the first time you get called in, and for me it was three or four years ago, and uh, this one I think I'll also remember forever, so <laughs> it'll be a good uh good story for for my grandkids <laughs> down the road.
2: That's Indians reliever Dan Otero, who will be joined in the tri-bullpen by another veteran, lefty Ross Detweiler, who the Indians made significant adjustments to his delivery in anticipation of, of seeing some things that used to be there for Detweiler until a season ago, and he really struggled with both Texas and Atlanta, but had a good spring, and he says it's those changes and still having success in the spring to make the ball club that can be a challenge, but he got it done.
9: Um, you know, it, it's great. We put a lot of work in this offseason, uh, whether it be Mickey and, and some of the guys in the video room, uh, putting that stuff together for me. Um, you know, it felt like a fit at first, and then get down here and actually see it starting to work. I mean, the the first, I think my first outing in spring training was a little rough, and then, you know, he kind of. Kind of set me or took me aside and said, "Hey, you know, we we really need to hammer this out." through a bullpen and then got into a I think a minor league game and really so my mind was kind of shut off and we just kind of tried to do everything that we were working on, and not worried about the results. And then the results came. And um, and it's really since then, just trying to stay on that path. And um, you know, I feel like. I'm actually, if I miss, I miss low now instead of the ball up in the zone. Um, I'm getting some swings and misses, which I haven't had in a long time, so it's kind of
2: nice to see. I know the staff has a reputation for saying, hey, don't worry about the results if you're trying to work on some Mm. things in spring training. Is it still tough to kind of believe that, though, just based on how the game works sometimes? Yeah, I I think that's why they had me throw
9: that minor league game um, because I I was competing for a job, and I – I mean, I need the results right now if I'm competing for a job. So they wanted to kind of say, take a step back, just focus on this, and we promise you it's going to work, and and it did. And then once I got back into a couple of big league games, uh, I really saw it working for me
2: were you surprised before you even signed that there there was some video that they were working on and, and really seemed to have a vested interest in you no not
9: at all the uh the way i felt last year i felt like there definitely needed to be um a lot of change and um you know I, I just got lucky that they invested their time into it and and really you know i i like i said i feel like we had that connection at first and then they presented that and i just this is the best fit for me and um you know, the work that uh, both sides have really done, it's, it's been awesome.
2: You've been a, a couple of different places in your career, and, and I know there's years that you've been on a club and, and there's been no issues in terms of going through spring training like you have been this year. Uh, can you describe the satisfaction that you get out of this experience here making a club on opening day?
9: Yeah, there's been, uh, I mean, there, there was quite a bit of panic there for a little while, not knowing. Um, I mean, and, and everybody in spring was throwing very well, and it was... Uh, you know, you really, really didn't know what was going to happen until they, they made the announcement. And um, you know, it's it's nice to see a lot of hard work pay off. Um, but it's also, you know, this is a tough staff to to crack. This is, I mean, the pitching staff over here. I didn't know much about the American League before my half a season last year, and uh, this is uh, this is like kind of a pitching haven. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's really kind of kind of humbling. It's you know, it's like. It's, it's a, lot, a lot of hard work went into it, so it's kind of nice to,
2: to see it pay off. That's Ross Detweiler, Indians reliever. Stay tuned. We'll have more to come, our final segment after this, on the Indians Radio Network. Rosenhaus back with you for our final segment of Tribe Talk from Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Indians wrapping up exhibition play this weekend here. They'll head into the season with an outstanding catching core. Jan Gomes, the front-line catcher, seems primed for a big season. So, too, is Roberto Perez, who's one of the better backups in baseball. And he has taken great lengths to improve himself heading into this season his fitness level has been tremendous this spring. He dropped about 20 to 25 pounds in the off season, added some muscle, and he says the differences are easily noticeable this spring. And he's hoping that it carries into the season.
6: It makes a huge, uh, huge difference. Uh, it just, you know, now uh, I feel, I feel, I feel better. You know, my my body feels good. I'm in shape. Uh, it's 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 different now you know uh, coming into to spring training uh now i got a little bit more energy come uh in the mornings uh before it was just like you know sleepy kind of tired but uh i think being in a good shape it just just give you more energy and you gotta be you, i think i think i'm ready to work
2: better you make it to the major leagues as you were but you get to the end of last season, and you decided that you needed to make a change. What what caused you to make that change, and how quickly were you able to get that done?
6: I, I think I was after the season. I I was a little bit heavy. I felt heavy, and um, I I knew I I knew what my strengths are, and like uh, catching wise, like moving to the sides, I was getting slow. And uh, you know what? I I talked to my to my agent and. Uh, and we came up with a plan, uh, said, hey, you know what, I, I got I to gotta be ready to work for spring training next year, and I want to lose some weight uh, and increase some muscle. So, so we came up with a plan, and we hired uh, Molina's uh, strength uh, coach, and we came up with a good plan, and it, it worked. It was worth it, man.
2: How quickly did it take for you to, to realize some of the differences when you got here and started going to work?
6: It, it didn't took me a whole lot i i, I think uh i think i kn- i knew what i was gonna do uh in the off season and 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 what it takes to be ready for the season so i think uh i'm gonna i'm in a good spot right now and i'm just i'm just happy and proud of myself but it takes it takes a lot of a lot of work and its just um it, it it was unbelievable had i uh, really had a good off season and Hopefully continue to carry these to to the to the season
2: and you head into this year and, and it's another season in the major leagues and I know last year you had an opportunity to play every day while Jan gomes was injured, and it was both good and challenging for you. What were some of the, the challenges that you went through with that that you think will make you a better player now uh,
6: i I think uh it, there was a lot of challenge i think when when Yan got hurt, I try to make up for him since he had a two thousand and fourteen uh Silver Silva Slugger Award, you know, come. So he had a good year, and uh, when he went down, man, I, I I took a lot of responsibilities. I I think uh, I think when you're a catcher, I think you want to be back there for the pitching staff. You know, we, we had a we have a great pitching staff here, and uh, I think at the beginning I put a lot of pressure on myself. I would say, um, but then after that, I I thought I settled down. You know, um, I think Tito talked to me about. Just being yourself, you know, and try to calm down a little bit. And I think I did a pretty good job after that. I it don't, I thought it was a learning process last year for me. And, uh, you know, although I didn't have that much experience, but if that case happened again, hopefully Jan doesn't go down. You know, you don't want to see that on a guy. But but if I get the opportunity to play again, uh, I I know what it takes.
2: That relationship between you and, and Jan, and how has that developed over the years as you become a, a real solid major leaguer?
6: Uh, it's, it's it's going well, man. Uh, Jan, you know, we, we're always talking. Jan is a great teammate, you know. Uh, uh, but uh, we're always talking, man. Uh, I feel like uh, we're going to be a huge part of, uh, of our su- success this year with the pitching staff. Um, you know, we're going to be there for them, for the pitching staff, you know, uh, back there for them, and I, uh, I think we we were getting along, and uh, it's it's fun to watch watching play and how he go about his business, and you know I'm 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 gonna keep learning about him every day.
2: A week to go in uh, spring training, and most players are ready to roll. You you ready to get out of here and get this thing going?
6: Oh yes, uh, I think it will be. You know, I'm uh, first of all I'm ready to get out. You know, you, you know it's uh we've been here for. Almost a month, and uh, it's just I I want the season started right now. I, I wish, but uh, you know what? We, we gotta we got a couple more days and try to uh, keep everything to toge- uh, you know keep everything together and uh, uh, continue to work what are we uh, on on what we need to work on and hopefully gets gets the day sooner than you know quicker quicker because I really I'm excited. We go we go, we have a great team and.
2: Hopefully we win it this year. That's Indians catcher Roberto Perez. New to the ball club this year is Rajay Davis as we conclude our show with the Indians outfielder. Came to this uh, Tribe signing a one-year deal in the offseason after some time with the Tigers, the Blue Jays, the Athletics, and the Giants. He brings some speed to the game, and he says so far with the spring training winding down, it's been a very productive spring for him, and he's ready to go. Oh, i I
10: definitely um, feel like I'm ready for uh opening day um it was uh it was a good uh, a good spring training for me myself um I'm you know, starting off slow and 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 finally finding uh my groove uh late
2: you've been with a couple of different teams so you've you've had to to get to know other teammates along the way. How quickly were you able to to get accustomed to the folks here and and really feel comfortable? about a day
10: it took me about a day, maybe an hour you know. Um, I'm, I've been playing against a lot of these guys uh, for a while, some time, and a couple of them I've actually played with. Um, one being Yanni, um, got to play with him in Toronto. So, um, and and I just got to, you know see see these guys across the, you know across the field uh, for you know, a while now, and you know it's just uh, you you, uh, you you seem to. You come to appreciate it a little bit more when you come in inside and see what actually the organization's doing about the
2: players, and I'm really really impressed with what I've seen. And as the spring went along, and you think about possibilities for a winning ball club, what were some of the things that you saw as the team developed that that really have you excited about the start of the season?
10: Well, I I, I like uh, our our athleticism. I like um, our pitching staff. I like... Our starting rotation I like our relievers I like what we have to offer um, and I think we're gonna score enough forms uh, to win a lot of ball games
2: I don't know you real well yet but it seems like you like to have some fun and does it take a little bit to to get comfortable doing that with with your teammates I don't think so I just try to be me
10: you know try to be myself um, everywhere I go and you know that kinda usually takes care of itself
2: how important in the game of baseball where there's a lot of pressure is it to, to be able to be loose if you can?
10: Um, I think that's a quality. Of, I think that's a skill um, that that you need, you know. And um, and it's and it works, you know, for some guys, and it doesn't work for other guys. It's just part of my personality, though. So I don't try to force it. You know, it's just just what comes out.
2: Rajay Davis joining us. Uh, when you look at, at getting ready for a season. How do you know in the spring when when things start to click in and that you're ready to go? What 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 are some of the indicators there? Uh,
10: when a lot of hits start fall start falling, <laughs> that's
2: a sign for me.
10: Yeah, oh, because uh, the, the body felt you know uh, really good. Um, you know, it's just you know uh, getting uh, the swing. I think that um, for me it, um, took uh, the longest to uh, feel real comfortable up there. Um, but uh, everything else, you know, you know, working for that first week we're not playing games, you know, we're just uh, getting our feet under, getting the cleats on every day, you know, getting the the soreness, you know, um, kind of out of the body, but kind of learning to uh, adjust with it and, um, you know, just, um, you know, going through um, just uh, the rigors of being on your feet for all the hours of the day that we're on our feet, especially on the field with cleats. It's just getting through that, that initial stage of um, um, spring training from off season workouts, indoor, you know, from the, you know, being in the Northeast, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's tougher to get outside. You know, and I don't like getting outside in cold. So, um, you know, coming down, coming down to spring training, you know, allows, allows, allows me to do that.
2: You mentioned that, and, and I feel like I saw, that at, at certain points, you're, you're pulling weights and, and doing all that kind of stuff yeah. in the wintertime. So, but it's still, n- until you get on the, the spikes and, and get out on the field, it's a difference?
10: Oh, it's a difference. I mean, because the, the grass with cliques on feels different than turf, you know, indoors. you know. And, um, I mean, you can do all the training you want, all the training. I mean, but it's a difference when you get on the field. You start you know, digging in the dirt, or if that's what you do, um, it's, it's a little different.
2: And we saw you at most of the outfield positions this spring. How challenging can that be to to try and play them all well?
10: Well, I think um, my last few years I've been doing that, so it's not real new to me. So, I mean, it's just um, getting your reps in batting practice is the key for um, you know at, at least seeing how, I mean, you pretty much, at my stage, yeah, yeah, I know how the ball's going to come off a right-hander and a left-hander. Um, so uh, I kind of got the positioning down. It's just going out there and seeing it out there, each ballpark, you know, it, it might be a different backdrop, different background, see her color different in each ballpark. You know, just getting that, um, you know, that um, just that sight, that vision in your mind and, and, and knowing how, um, know where you where, where you feel most comfortable playing in that position.
2: That's Indians outfielder Rajay Davis, part of a group of veterans that have been brought in to shore up this roster for the Indians, a roster with high expectations heading into the season. That'll do it for our final spring training edition of Tribe Talk. Hope you can join us next week from Chicago. The regular season will have begun, and we'll join you from the Windy City with the Indians playing the White Sox next weekend. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse, Reminding you, you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network.
0: With so much Cleveland pride, who's talking baseball? baseball. Talking Tribe, you're talking baseball. baseball.
1: Talking Tribe. Hey, 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 let's go Tribe. Hey,
2: hey, hey, let's go Tribe. All right. You've been listening to Tribe Talk, presented by Progressive making it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Brought to you by Subway, where winners eat.